How do you leverage the podcast as a way to generate income? So mine's very mission-based and I definitely did it without, I don't want, it's, you know, I write it off as marketing promotion. Like that's, that is for me, the way that I have looked to monetize podcasts is both connecting with my guests as being like peers and colleagues who are, would be a good fit for my work as well as my listeners and inviting them into spaces. But I've been looking at honing and simplifying, like what's my offer? What's my work? The like perpetual adaptive leadership struggle of like horizontal, what a whistle, horizontal growth versus like vertical growth. Just being like, I've got a million solutions to a million problems, which is not helpful 10 years later. When people are like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, yesterday I did this. What is up, action takers? Welcome back to the After Hours Entrepreneur. I'm really excited to share this interview here with you today that was completed at PodFest. Super fun, point and shoot style. I just posted up at the bottom of a very busy place in the conference hall and I just started interviewing some awesome people and I think you're going to be thrilled to hear how these people are turning their passion into profit. Stay tuned, sit back, relax, make sure you subscribe if you haven't yet. And let's get into this episode of the After Hours Entrepreneur. Run the tape. Sophia, what's up? Hey, Mark. Hey, so glad to meet you here at PodFest. Tell me, what's the name of your podcast? I have three podcasts. Okay. The first podcast is called Vagina Talks. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board. Great. The second podcast is called Medicine Caller, like calling medicine, like on the phone. And then, but not usually via the phone. And my third podcast is Temple Erotica, Stories of Sacred Sexuality. Okay, rock yeah. and roll. So we're- And the other thing I want you to know is that I'm here, Sophia Wise One is sponsoring the Red Tent Experience. Oh, yeah. I heard about, I've heard about this. I was oh, talking about Angel Hartwell and she was telling me about it. Yeah. Yes, yes. So tell us, tell us about the Red Tent Experience. Tell me about this. So the Red Tent Experience is... I love to be sneaky. No, not sneaky. So the Red Tent is a sacred space. It's a, I call the places that I build, I call them temples, Red Tent Temple. And it's a sacred space for people to hone, hear, relax their own soul, their own sacred energy, their own relaxation. I'm also just like a downregulation nervous system hack nerd, you know, who's looks like, brain waves and like, you know, optimized revitalization techniques, like really and all that stuff. So the red 10 is where the, is the space and it's very beautiful. It's billowing red fabrics. It's cushions. It's got matte floor. We've got a massage table. We're doing Reiki sessions on. I created a game. It's called the manual and guide to calling medicine. And it's the, it's like spiritual teachings, but also activities, guided meditations, writing prompts, group games to hear ourselves think, to reclaim our body. I'm gone through my own journey as so many of us have to uh, get sane really is like the real answer, like stabilize my brain inside a world that is completely and utterly insane and tries to tell us that it's not right. It tries to tell people who like think violence is not a good solution and that poisoning water is a problem that they're the crazy ones. Mm. 
right? Mm -hmm. And so people who instinctually have a sense of like, you know what I think we should do? We should like take care of children and have clean water. And then we get- Sounds reasonable. Right? Sounds reasonable. And yet, so many of us that have said that and, and felt strongly, right? Have been told like, you're too sensitive. Like that's what I experienced so much in my life. And I was like, am I too sensitive to not want to drink poison every day or to bathe children and poisonous water like is that sensitivity it's it's not and you know i think that part of the challenge part of the issue that we have is is a is a human human race right now is the way that we interact the way that we communicate right yeah social media it just so there's two problems i have with social media a the conversations and the engagements that we have with other humans are very short right it's like if it's over 15 seconds i can't i can't be bothered Sure. And you're talking about stuff like clean water and in helping children like these are and sacred sexuality. I'm talking about shame, trauma, like, you know, like those are two that I bring up because I think they're the most obvious. But when you go into what the what the foundations of that, it gets very personal, yeah. very fast. It's like, yeah, the normalized abuse of like, no, no, it's OK. He can talk to me that way or they can talk to me that way or she can talk to me that way. And it's like. They're your boss. They're your parent. They're your child. They're your spouse. And it's like, no, it's not okay to talk to each other that way. That is incredibly damaging to our psyches, actually. And we're told that to be sensitive to abuse is is like a problem. And so I literally cut you off. Well, the, the, in the, so, so <laughs> well, yeah. So the, the, the problem, I think, and this is another problem with social media is it's, it's unavoidable. If you're on social media, if you're part of the public conversation, yeah. you cannot avoid ill-intentioned people. Right. So how do you balance being sensitive, being true to yourself, respecting yourself, yeah. but while also understanding that there's malicious forces out there that are constantly going to be you know, creeping in your DMs? I'm not a woman, you sure. know, so I don't get the types of DMs that, yeah. that, that some of my female friends do receive. Yeah. But that's a, that's a big challenge. I'm wondering, you know, one of the reasons I really like podcasting is because we can have the deeper conversations. Yes, for sure. We can we can develop deeper relationships both with guests, with ourselves, yeah, listeners, and with our listeners. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering, and I'm I'm kind of laying this up. This question is actually quite the layup here, but but tell me, you know, what was the inspiration for you to start your podcast? Was it I wanted to make money? I want to make a difference? Like, what was the Sure. So I got into podcasting as many people in the recent years. So I I launched my first podcast in 2017 and I went to an event and I was going to, I had this idea of launching a podcast based off of my cards, off of my teachings, my 72 teachings from the game, from the deck, from the manual. And I went to an event and just made a great connection. And then I feel like I just got lost in this story. So I went to an event. So I got into, so there's two things. I had this idea that hasn't happened yet and it maybe will happen and it's not a thing. But I went to an event to get booked on other people's podcasts. Okay, yep. And by the end of that event, I was like, I will start my own podcast, which is like a very much a thing that happens. Like warning and invitation, come to podcast conferences to get on other people's shows it will work and then you will likely want to make your own podcast. But I tell people to not get do a podcast unless they can't not do a podcast. Sure. 
that's what I say. But I'm like, if you can't not do one, you should definitely do it. And if you think about it all the time, today's a great day. Take the action. You have do to take it. the action. The flip side of that, Sophie, is running a podcast is a lot of work. It takes time. Yeah. It takes money. It takes, it takes resource. Energy. So, Expensive habit. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you know we talk about the monetization piece, how do you leverage the podcast as a way to generate income? Because I don't think if your podcast isn't generating income. Yeah. I just don't think you're going to have a podcast, right? Not you specifically, but people out there. In general. There. So mine's very mission-based and I definitely did it without, I don't want, it's, you know, I write it off as marketing promotion. Like okay. that's, that is the like framework that I've worked. I've tried a bunch of different things. This is like, how nitty gritty do we want to get into? Like, I'm like, learn from my lessons. I'll tell you all the <laughs> things not to do, you know, but I have had great success. I've launched a couple programs and gotten new, you know, gotten people that I would have never gotten through my podcast. Like I've had success like that. I have produced over a hundred episodes and have been podcasting since 2017. And this past season, almost two seasons now, I slowed way down and was having this mo notion of like, I'm ready to have the podcast really be in service to the wealth and the the money flow in my business. Yeah. And I was like, I need to restructure my business so that it catches, right? The people that are looking for more, right? It's like, if you want more, like the podcasts are a lot. And if you want more, there is more, right? But I haven't had structures. So for me, the way that I have looked to monetize podcasts is both through connecting with my guests as being like peers and colleagues who are, would be a good fit for my work okay. as well as my listeners and inviting them into spaces. But I've been looking at honing and simplifying, like what's my offer? What's my work? The like perpetual adaptive leadership struggle of like horizontal, what a whistle, horizontal growth versus like vertical growth. Just being like, I've got a million solutions to a million problems which is not helpful 10 no, years later no. when people are like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, but yesterday not, I did this. It's not always obvious too. When you're starting a business, right? You try to keep solving different problems until you find. Right. And that's what I've just, so this past, so this past two seasons has been me be going, I know I've actually been consistent. I haven't been all over the map. And I, so I went back and I looked at my journals, my notes, my, business program notes my from my conferences i like page 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 and i was like for 10 years i've been talking about the same stuff but from slightly different perspectives okay. and so i took about 100 pages of notes and put them down into three pages and was like well this is what's consistent simplify simplify yeah. like these are the things that i keep saying but i agree with you like I couldn't have gotten to a place of a confidence in my work or b even like a kind of certainty when I was still like, you know, solving all of these problems and then being like, oh, now I'm just kind of like obsessive and very consistent. And like, this is the solution. Heal your root. <laughs> listen to your body. Have better sex. Like this is really, you know, don't be OK with abuse. Be radical. Yeah. Wombs. You know, wombs are important. This just in, you know, like surprise, 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 yeah. surprise. Yeah. menstruation affects everyone because literally we all come from wombs. And and I am a firm believer that all of those kind of dualities or dichotomies are only useful as tools and that everyone has the womb energy, which is simply the energetic container that moves something from inspiration into manifestation, physical form. That's fair. Well, I know being with my wife for almost two decades now, being married nearly a decade that uh, 
Wombs matter. Spoiler alert. Wombs yeah, matter. Wombs ma- spoiler, wombs matter. Wombs matter. I have a three-year-old, six-year-old. Yeah, so, you yeah, know, wombs, it's, it's definitely important. They, they matter. So, tell me, Sophia, could you do me a favor and tell everyone out there in the yeah. internet land. Hello, internet land. Internet land. Name, name of your podcast. Don't yeah. give me all these. Name. What? Name. Your, your first name, your name of your podcast, and why they should be at PodFest. My name. No, name of my podcast. I totally got distracted. What? Yeah, tell me your name. My name, the Sophia name of your Wise podcast, One. Yes. And where and why they should be a podcast. Right. Okay. My name is Sophia Wise One, host, executive producer of Medicine Caller Podcast, Vagina Talks, and Temple Erotica. And I believe that PodFest is an incredible location to come to because it's like summer camp meets a podcasting conference. And by that, I mean the biggest takeaway is community. The people that come here are some of the kindest, brightest, and everybody, if you want to go to a place that talks about money and making money, but does it from a place of immense gratitude, everybody has value, everybody has worth, everybody deserves to like do their work. Like it just is so rooted from this, like it's so kumbaya. Like there's just such, and it's like, solid information it's just a great it's like it's all the things you want from a conference where it's like you can leave with a million notes but the vibe the group the community is just like all heart all heart all heart definitely a very much of a growth mindset everyone is is helping each other it's yeah not- it's a very yeah it's very lift you like like all ships what is it all ships rise on yeah rising, rising tide tides. raises all ships rising yeah. tide raises all ships like this is absolutely like a like when i go up you go with me love it yeah love it sophia before I let you go, we got to do the rapid fire. You okay, ready? here we go. Favorite animal? Specifically, honey bear, my cat. Oh, okay. I like that name too. Oh, thank Sounds you. very cuddly. She's very cuddly and wise and a good teacher and very kind <laughs> and patient. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Scariest movie you've ever seen? Definitely Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense? Okay. Well, because I, being someone who is like, you know, intuitively and in between the worlds walking person, I was very afraid. I was 16 when I watched it, and I was afraid that if a ghost came to me and I couldn't help them, they would physically hurt me. And so at 16, I couldn't fall asleep alone for like months. And it was winter, so the house kept getting colder. It was a rough time. Love the movie, but actually, hands down, the scariest movie I've ever seen. Legit. Legit. (laughs) Legit. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I love it. If you could sit next to anyone on a plane, who would you sit next to? The love of my life. Me? No. <laughs> we do have a great connection. We got Mark. vibe. We got it's, vibes we've going. We got vibes yeah. happening. It's like a, there's a there's yes, I'm here for so it. So you just next to the love of your life. Yeah. You're, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. That's, that's, that's that tells so, me that's, that tells me Sophia is with the right person. That's what that's what it tells me. If you could live anywhere on earth, where would you live? Oh, it makes me cry a little bit. I love this planet so much. I'm so happy to be alive on this planet. I've been nomadic for four years. And so I live here. Yeah. I want to live here. It's a, it's a nice place to live. Yeah. Nice place to live. It's you beautiful. just got to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, it's beautiful. And in my case, just keep going to them. Yeah. Yeah. Pineapple on pizza. Yay or nay? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had the chance to go to space, would you go? Very likely, but depending on the circumstance. Good deal. Yeah. Sophie, if you had 10 seconds with yourself 10 years ago, oh. what would you say? Oh my God, I'd scoop her up. Like I would just like, just like maybe wrestle her to the ground. I would just like 
wrap my arms and limbs around her and just be like, just, you fucking got it. Like, you fucking got it. Like, just relax. Relax. It's not your fault. And hire help. Just pay people to do the shit you don't do well. You're not going to be any better at it 10 years from now. You're going to be so much better at all the stuff you really do. Mm. Just hire the people to help you. Powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. Life-changing when you hire people. Life-changing. And I did hire people 10 years ago, but like professionals, like like get, keep hiring people. Do it. Do it. Just get, get more support. Be, yeah. I don't know. I'm like really having this moment. What would I say to her? I'd like 10 seconds as a brief time, you know, I'd climb on her, I'd squeeze her. I'd say you're good. No matter what, all the stuff that happens, you're good. Like it's okay. And yeah, something about the like support. Don't, I don't know, you know, but it's like, she did good. I don't know. I don't know if I tell her to do anything different. You know what I mean? Like, 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 yes, get more support, but like, I could only take as much support as I could, you know? But yeah. if I could say something to her and she believed me, it might be like. Buy Bitcoin. You deserve, <laughs> I tried twice and the UX stopped me in like almost a decade ago now. Yeah, buy Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Buy Bitcoin <laughs> and then use that to fund buy, like professionals. You deserve the support and the vision. You're not wrong. You're not stupid. I probably would have told her like, you're ADHD and dyslexic, so please go get professional help and hire people who are who can proofread. It's a lot more. That's not 10 seconds. We're really having a, a long <laughs> hang on this. It went deep. It really went deep here. This is, yeah. Well, I do appreciate you being on the show, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional, baby. That's how we do it. Love the story. Love the passion. And I just feel like we could go on for hours and hours talking about these topics. Yeah. Because, you know. Loving yourself, self-actualization doesn't get talked about enough. But I think that by starting a podcast, building a business, a lot of that can can come with it. So, Sophia, thanks so much for joining the show. You are so welcome, Mark. Thank you for your beautiful work. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the After Hours Entrepreneur. So many great people out there taking action. And I love sharing their stories with people just like you. And listen, if you're into podcasting, if you're trying to grow your podcast, into something that can actually generate real revenue and real profit. Let me help you. Let me help you. That's what I'm here to do. I've been working on this for over five years now, and I want to help you turn your podcast into profit. Click the link below and join the Podcast Mastermind community. It is very affordable, and it's designed to help you turn your podcast into money, into cash money. That's what we're going to help you do. So listen, click the link below. Let's connect. Thanks for listening to the After Hours Entrepreneur today. And I'll catch you here next time. Go take action, all right? Peace.